Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And we are back once again with another not-so-weekly installment, but we are here with some more content. Stephanie, how was Christmas? Christmas was Christmas. <laughs> it wasn't the Ravenscranks this year. It was just, it was different. It was It was different, and... Um, I don't think it's been the Ravenscranks for for a while. It's been a long time. It, it's been quite a bit, and and that is good. <laughs> Although those made some fun memories. Those were some interesting memories, um, to say the least. But so we started our Christmas celebrations on Saturday, and I spent um, a good portion of the morning and the early afternoon making candy with Jacob. Megan's fiance. This has become a yearly thing for us. Uh, the first year it was supposed to be Megan and I and um, with Jacob helping. He's like, I'd like to make some candy. And he said this year that it was just to, it was just to suck up to me. It was just to get into my good graces that first year. And um, which then he wouldn't have known that he didn't need to suck up to me. But anyway, um, and now that he's done it, he's like and, suckered into this whole well, no, creating candy thing. On well, it. He enjoys it. He's not okay. suckered into it. And But that first year, it was supposed to be Megan and I, and Jacob wanted to, you know, just be present and help a little. Megan took a nap on the couch, and it was Jacob and I. And then last year, um, they were living here because they were transitioning from their move from Bowling Green to um, Northern Kentucky. And... And so we did it again in the same tradition. Jacob and I made candy and Megan took a nap on the couch. Um, we gave her a job this year. She did have to work the whole time and she complained about it. She's like, I'd much rather be taking a nap on the couch. But um, but it's now our thing. Like Jacob and I chose what candies we made. We, um, yeah, it, it's. So we did that on Saturday morning and afternoon. Which was, when the was Christmas? Be- Christmas was Monday. And Monday. Christmas, yeah, so it was the day before Christmas Eve. Gotcha. And then um, in later in the afternoon, my siblings and my mom came over and their families and we did our ornament exchange, which this year, <laughs> I mean, we always have fun. And I've taken it upon myself probably in the last five years um, to find the most ridiculous ornaments that I can find. And although this year my ornaments, I, they were just adorable. But um, but everybody else is starting to pick up on, on this trend. And so the ornaments are getting more fun. And this year, and so it, we always have a good time. And there's a running joke to see who we can make cry. Um because my siblings have a lot of younger kids and guaranteed somebody's going to cry. They're not going to be happy with what they get. And well, we so should my explain kids what who the are, extra- how we do this. Extra- I, I will. Okay. So my kids who are older have this running joke on who's going to cry. And um, it, it's just, it's a fun time all around. So what we do is everybody brings an ornament, even for the small kids. So, 
like my sister-in-law went out and chose all of their ornaments, but the ornaments that she chose for her kids, she chose them with their personality and their likes. And so it's like they chose their own ornament. I know that my sister takes her kids and makes them choose theirs. <laughs> and which was fun because I make, I make this um, punch for the kit. Well, for everybody, but it's, it's called Grinch punch. It's this really Grinchy color green. It's just Hawaiian punch, Sprite, and lime sherbet, but they act like it's a delicacy. And my sister used Grinch punch to actually bribe my nearly nine-year-old nephew to go shopping for his ornament, and that if he didn't go shopping, he couldn't have any. And he's like, "Well, I'll go get dressed. I really like Aunt Steffi's um, Grinch punch." So, well, they call it Grinch juice, but anyway. Um, so everyone brings an ornament. I don't think you've ever chosen your own ornament. I, I choose for you. But which was fun this year, I only had to choose two ornaments because all three of our children are adults. And so, they brought their own. And they brought their own. So that was fun. And then we number um, however many people are in the room. This year it was 20. So one to 20. Put it in a hat and everybody draws a number. Start with, yeah. Whoever has number one opens the first ornament. And they are all obviously wrapped and you know packaged but um so whoever has number one opens the first ornament and then number two can choose to steal number one's ornament or open a new ornament and so on and so on every ornament can be stole stolen three times after the third time that ornament is dead and whoever has it owns it (laughs) so the part so just so you know um making sure that i follow as well Mm -hmm. so the first person to that has number one has to choose one of the wrapped ornaments yes and that's their ornament they can't change it for anything so however if that's a desirable ornament the second person or any subsequent person when they go they could choose a wrapped ornament, which is an unknown variable, which if you get a Clifford Stephanie ornament, <laughs> you do not want that ornament. That's the design. There have been years where my boxes are the last one on the mantle or on the fireplace. We, yeah. And we do that intentionally for fun and gag. And it's, yeah. it's hilarious, uh, which surprisingly sometimes actually becomes a desirable ornament for right. some reason. Yeah. I have no idea why. But so or. If you if you're up and you don't choose a wrapped ornament, you could look at anybody who's gone before, and, and if they have an ornament you would like, you could take that or steal that ornament, and then they get and then to they, they have an option. They could, they could steal somebody else's <laughs> ornament or take one of the unwrapped. And right. this goes all the way around, but somebody but a particular ornament can't be stolen more than how many times? Three. Three times. Yes. But it it gets pretty wild. It gets pretty fun. And so this year, um, my six-year-old nephew stole an ornament from my three-year-old nephew. And the whole room collectively gasps. And we're waiting for the three-year-old to, to cry because, you know, my kids are waiting for somebody to cry. And... Um, that didn't happen, and my my sister kept saying he's fine, he's fine. He you know doesn't even understand really what's going on, and I think he ended up with that. I think he ended up with that dinosaur anyway. But uh, 
so so that was fun it, and it, but the last round you had you chose last right yeah i was number you, 20 you chose last but you got stuck with the ornament that you opened so how did the whole i don't remember how it started but we had the most active last round we've ever had and it was so fun. And so my sister's teenagers were conspiring together so to make sure that they I ended up I did not with pick the... the... I don't think I picked off of the thing. I think I stole somebody's ornament. And then somebody and stole... Somebody stole that and then blah, blah, okay. blah. And then they stole mine. And then I stole... Okay. And it kept going around and around and around. And finally, somebody said, okay, I'll take the thing. I think right. is how it went. Okay. But, but I ended up with a a can of Campbell's tomato soup yes. ornament. And I had an ornament that looked like a matchbox car with flames coming out of um, the back. And my three-year-old nephew wanted that. He So I gave it to him and I, I ended up with a sparkly Converse sneaker. It's pink sparkles. So I'm okay with that. Really am. But I told my sister, I said, I'll take your sneaker because Will, Will wants my car. Nice. And... Um, but it's so much fun. And then on Christmas Eve, we had Christmas with our kids and your parents came over for a little while. We went and because so much cooking and mess was made on Saturday, I chose, well, kind of you and McKenna chose for me, but I was totally down for that not to cook on Christmas Eve. We all went to the Waffle House. Yep. And had our our Christmas Eve meal at Waffle House. Invited um, my mom and dad. Invited your mom and dad. And the nine of us had, I, I think we had a good time. And yeah. then we came home and um, exchanged presents and and had had a good time. Then you, um, then we were forced to watch Children of the Stones. You were the only one forced to watch it. Everyone else was voluntary. <laughs> I really didn't watch much of it at all because I was busy doing other things. <laughs> but but for the first time in 28 years, I was present in the room while it was on. Yep. And I feel like that's a failure. Like I, I feel like I had worked very, very <laughs> hard and intentionally to avoid Children of the Stones for so long. And that is now over. Yep. And speaking of uh, exchanging gifts, Stephanie got me an amazing gift. And she bought me the official soundtrack to Children of the Stones on vinyl record, which is absolutely outlandish, crazy. And it was probably one of my favorite gifts I've ever received. It just, it is so obscure and out there that, um, it, matter of fact, I was browsing TikTok, I think, one night, mm -hmm. and somebody had sh shown that they had this vinyl album, and I'm like, check, check this out, and I sent it over to Stephanie, and, she, and so she's like, oh my gosh, I wonder if I can get that for Cliff for Christmas, and you did, and I didn't even know anything about it. That's and funny, it because I'm sitting, surprise. There, I'm sitting there ordering it, like, directly after you sent me that TikTok. You're in... You're on bed in bed next to me. I'm like, he's gonna see my phone. He's gonna know that this is happening. But I'm like, nah, he doesn't like pay attention to things around him, so I should be safe. And <laughs> well, I really loved it. Children of the Stones is one of my favorite all time shows. 
it's right up there with um it's right up there with the tomorrow people which would probably be number two for me and number three would be doctor who so and they were all things that i watched as a kid as british television sci-fi shows primarily aimed towards uh young or well older kids Mm -hmm. so yeah that was that was that was my christmas i i enjoyed that now um all three of my children have seen Children of the Stones multiple times. And with uh, Jacob, this is his second time seeing it. And Which I'm Bell- pretty sure he said he has a better grasp on it now after two uh, yeah. times. Is that what he said? Yes. And then Bello, this, uh, so Matthew's girlfriend, this was her first exposure to it. Yeah. And uh, now I didn't have anything to say this about this. But I don't know if you hear this, but there seems to be some momentum towards making this a holiday annual tradition. <laughs> Probably going to have to veto that. Stephanie's just not too happy saying. about that conversation. But I just want to point out, and I want you to confirm right here, I had nothing to do with that discussion I, or idea. Yeah, no, I don't know how it came about, but... This has been the plan to do on our Christmas celebrate. Like I'm almost all year. Matthew, Matthew has been. Is it Matthew? Matthew oh. and Jacob had been working together. It's like, listen, Christmas Eve. I think Jacob was like, if I have to watch it, Bella has to watch it. <laughs> I think so. But I think I I think if you ask them, I think they might actually enjoy it. I think they As might w- be I mean, lying on your account. I, I, no, I don't think they are. I mean, seriously. I mean, it's I I wouldn't understand if they didn't like this. I mean, it's it's kind of an out there thing. If anybody wants to know what I'm talking about, all you need to do is go to YouTube and do a search for Children of the Stones and then just write put the word full F U L L because there's one person who went and put the whole two and a half hours of all seven episodes, part one, part two of each of those seven episodes, all in chronological order in one YouTube video for your viewing convenience. Yes. Um, so we so we did that on Christmas Eve and then everybody headed home. Um, Christmas Day, we um, had a pretty low-key morning and then you and McKenna and I met Megan and Jacob. We had... Uh, there's a Chinese buffet in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. And so we went and had Chinese before we went to the movies and saw Wonka with Timothy Chalamet. And it was such a good low-key day. But I told one of the girls, I don't remember which, maybe both, that I think I've decided I'm either an eat-out girl or a go-to-the-movies girl on Christmas Day, but no longer both. <laughs> Oh, okay. It was, I just was gone too long. With really? So, well, also, I've been rather busy lately. And it was just a lot of, I'd, I'd rather have been home in so our own what space. So what if we would have ordered Chinese and brought it back on kitchen on Christmas Day? Would that have been preferable? Yes, yes it would have been much preferable. It was just the crowd, the out, the... Yeah. One of the things that I've always enjoyed about Christmas is our very non-traditional approach to the Christmas holiday meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it, that's our tradition has been Chinese or 
take take it. And and now I think Waffle House is probably going to be a staple as well. I think so. This is either the second or the third year. And we used to do Buca de Beppo, but they closed the location that's closest Closest to us. Although we could do a Buca de Beppo over in Ohio still. We could. So we could look into that. Uh, so one thing that's unique, well, I want to talk about Wonka in just a moment, but yeah. one of the things that's unique for me is after, gosh, I don't even know how long, maybe a year off of keto. Has it been a year that I've been off of keto? No, it's been since July. So half the year. It seems like, it seems like a very long time. No, it was. Oh, it was in, it Sedona? Was in Sedona. Was that this year? Did we go to Sedona this year? Oh my goodness. Yes. There's no way that was this year. It was. It was in 2023. Summer. It was this summer. Yes. Seriously. Seriously. That that seems like a year and a half to maybe even three years ago. No. No, it, I, that's an exaggeration. It seems like Sedona was definitely last year, like but 2022 it thing. It was this year. That's insane. I can show you the photos. You don't feel like it was that long ago? No. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I feel like okay, it was a long time but, but ago. Now that you but, say, but now that you say it. It's you're absolutely right. I remember the day, the minute, the hour uh, that I actually sat down. We were it was our first night in Sedona, and we had pizza. And I had pizza that night, and it I'm was like, delicious pizza. It was very good pizza, but I, yeah, I had pizza that night, and that began a and then you said I'm gonna, half a year off keto experience. Well, which, then you said I'm just gonna stay off keto for this trip. Yep. And then we got home and you were just going to stay off keto for the summer. Yeah. <laughs> and, then- and, and off keto started out with, I'll allow myself to eat, you know, some bread and some pasta and deep fried foods or whatever. It was, you know, starting some carbohydrates. But man, did that spiral into eating some sugar and then eating lots of sugar. And I'm like, oh, what? I do not like this. And don't get me wrong. I like the taste. I mean, I there's there's all kinds of things to like about the dopamine rush that comes with eating all of that stuff but it, it just i i just got out of it 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 was too easy for me to get into some old habits some old routines uh and patterns of eating that were not incredibly healthy and i i thought well okay maybe i'll just you know, go through Thanksgiving, go through Christmas, and I'll wait until Megan's wedding's over, which is you know in a couple of weeks in Jan- a couple of weeks into January, and then I'll get back at it. But um, I was I was starting to feel worse and worse and worse. And what was it, three or four days before Christmas? I'm like, I think I'm gonna go back to keto. Yeah, and I'm slightly leaning towards more. Well, no, you were gonna go low carb. Low carb. That's right. <laughs> That's Lo- I was gonna go low carb, and I was gonna stay away from sugar. Is right. the idea? Yeah. And then I'm like, well, if I'm gonna go that far, why don't I just go back to keto? And if I'm gonna go that far, why don't I? Why don't I give carnivore a, a try? You know, and and so I lean more towards carnivore right now than than keto, but. I'm not strictly carnivore, so. And the funny part about this is that I'm actually leaning away from meat and I'm eating yeah. more of a vegetarian um, type. And I haven't given up meat completely um, as of right now, but I am considering it. And um, That's hilarious. You're, giving, <laughs> you're considering giving up meat and I'm considering only eating meat. I, I'm aware. Yes, That's so I'm actually funny. aware of of where we are, <laughs> but um, 
it's just, it doesn't, I don't, I don't know. It, there, there's a texture issue. There's, um, since we've had Leo, I'm becoming more, um, aware and emotional of like the personality and, 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 um, aspects of creatures. And I was behind, headed to Target. I was behind a truck that was um, transporting um, pigs and they had the purple spray paint on their back. So they were, they were marked. I knew what they were marked for. I grew up on a cattle farm. Like I know how this works, but I was emotional. And I was like, if I have this feeling when I'm at the grocery, I would not be eating meat, but there's a disconnect. But now that I've recognized that there's the disconnect, the disconnect is getting shorter and shorter and shorter. And um, so I, I've been, plus I've been, I felt better when I, like I went to Chipotle with Matthew last night. I had the sofritas instead of having um, chicken or carne asada and I felt better after. So it, it's just, yeah, as I'm, as you're leaning into it, I'm leaning away from it and- hey whatever works for each of us works for each of us that's right there's i don't think there i mean there's lots of opinions on there's the right way and this is the i'm not even so i'm saying what's right for me is right for me no it doesn't have to be right for anybody else that's exactly what i'm saying it's like there's a lot of people with opinions about what you should should not do and blah 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 but hey you you've got to make your what is Cass elliot you got to make your own kind of music you know life is a choose your your own way Life is a choose-your-own-adventure game. Speaking of which, by the way, formal announcement here. I'm getting ready to launch a new podcast um, in January. Starting January 6th, um, Daphne Scott and I are launching a brand new podcast called Life, the ultimate choose-your-own-adventure game or something like that. It's it's life, choose-your-own-adventure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's going to be geared towards an audience that are business professionals, uh, um, career professionals, uh, whether that be the, on the entrepreneurial path or the corporate path or whatever, but it's, it's for professionals, but it's maintain it's, it's a focus on, Hey, we want to excel to our highest potential in the work that we do in this world, but not at the cost of creating a life that we love and that's in alignment with our own chosen values and it's breaking free from the conditioned values that we may have adopted without consciously thinking about it. So it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Daphne Scott, you can go to daphne-scott.com. Eventually, her website will house that podcast, and I think we're going to be streaming live on my streaming platforms, uh, but I think I, I'll probably set it up to stream on hers as well. So anyway, that's that starts live on Mondays, and I, th- I can't remember the time, but it's going to start on Monday, January 6th. Anyway, oh. just a little announcement there. All right, let's talk about Wonka. I don't think the 6th is a Monday. Oh, goodness. All right, so is it? let me see if I, I don't know. I got to find my mouse. Let's pull Maybe. this up here. Calendar and January 
Okay, so let's go here and here. Okay, so it's January 8th. Monday, January 8th at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Gotcha. You know how I knew that? How did you know that? Our daughter's getting married on Friday the 12th. Okay. There's no way the 12th can be Friday and the 6th can be Monday. It just doesn't mathematically Fair work. Fair enough. Yeah, so it's, it's Monday, January 8th at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. And it's called, I, I can't remember the name exactly, but it's, it's <laughs> I know the, it's Life. Yeah. And it might be the ultimate choose your own adventure game or something. choose your own adventure. It, it's something like that. Yeah. The artwork is all done and everything. Matter of fact, I, sh- I might even have the artwork. Do I have the artwork? And if I have the artwork, I can actually confirm the title. So if I go over here, I go to Dropbox. Actually, I should have a link just to podcast images. And do I have life listed here? Nope. I don't have it in here yet. Go ahead and say something and while I'm talking, while I'm looking um, at something. Well, the only thing that I, because you said we'll talk about Wonka, which we will. Um, but after we went to the movies and saw Wonka, then we came home, we had just some downtime hanging out. And we watched a Hallmark movie before the end of the day. And it was called A Biltmore Christmas. With Bethany Joy Lentz from One Tree Hill. And I forget the actor's name. I would have to look it up. But I don't think Cliff should be looking something up. And I should be looking something up. So anyway, he'll write that down. And then we'll talk about A Bit More Christmas as well. Because it was fun. And now I'm running out of things to say just to fill the air. While Cliff looks for something that he shouldn't be looking for while we're recording a podcast. Well, I'm just trying just to think. Wanted, Why just in the what? to throw that out there? So I'm looking in Dropbox because she shared a folder. If with I me. did this to him, ooh, the world would come to crashing down around true. him. That is true. Watch, you won't. You wait until you get into something, and then I'll pick up my phone and start looking for something. Okay. Mm. All right. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to go. All Perfect. right. So um, you want to talk about? So you don't want to talk about Wonka yet? I said after. After Wonka? Yeah. Okay. You want to talk about Biltmore? Christmas. All right. Yes. Let's talk. So we're going to talk about Wonka first, though. Yes. All right. We Stephanie. saw Wonka first. <laughs> okay. Well, that's not true. You saw Biltmore first. True. But in the day, in describing what we did for Christmas. Oh, is that the Wonka chronological came. order that we're going in? Is is This is what we did on Christmas? It has been. <laughs> Are you I, not paying attention? Well, I've, I've written down the topics. I wasn't <laughs> quite... Picking up on the fact that you're going in chronological order. Yeah. But it, it makes sense. So. Wonka. Wonka. I have never in my life seen any more than 20 to 90 second clips of the Gene Wilder uh, Chocolate Factory Wonka movie. I think I've seen it all the way through once or twice. I've been in the room with people who have been watching it, and you yeah, may have been. Where it happens. I've been in the room where it happened, but uh, and and ninety seconds. Maybe I've seen three and a half minutes. Maybe I've seen like an entire scene, uh, and I've seen several bits and pieces of it. And all I know is that every single scene, and I've seen lots of clips, seen lots of glimpses into this movie, and there isn't a single three second plus clip that's ever piqued my curiosity of and or desire to see that movie right i never, never. i never cared for the first 
Gene, the original Gene Wilder, um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. It was never um, a staple of my childhood. <laughs> and then I think the next big version was the Johnny Depp version. Yes. I do remember watching that, and I think we watched it I as a family. I think we saw it as a family. And I think we saw it in the theater as a family. I think so. And I remember that being what I would call a popcorn movie. It was entertaining enough. But I can't remember, I, I certainly have never once in a million years had a desire to ever see that again. No. Um, I can't remember it being anything where I'm like, oh my gosh, that was great. I I just had no... Well, that was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, right? It's that's still the same the, thing. Well, it's, I know, but that's what that was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. But I'm the, just, it's the Johnny, it, it's it the Johnny the, Depp version of the story, right? Yes. So... It was good enough for the time, a movie I'll never want to see again in my life. Right. That kind of deal. Wonka, the new movie with Timothy Chalamet, was so awesome. I really enjoyed it. Well, I love that um, it wasn't about the chocolate factory. It it wasn't a retelling. It, It was a completely different story about his beginning in chocolate, like his love for chocolate, where it came from, his desire to make the best in the world. Like it was about his love and passion for chocolate and how he created his business from there. Like it really was an entrepreneur story. It was an entrepreneur story. And that I think is why it really resonated with it. And uh, I, I can t- I tell you what really got me from the very first few, like the first scene. And it was all about a dream. I have, you know, I've got this and I've got this and I've got this in my pocket. And he had, you know, he had, he talked about how much money he had in his pocket and I have a dream. But eventually as he's going, all sorts of obstacles, all sorts of unexpected, undesirable, unpleasant, inconvenient circumstances led him to the place where he had no money but he still had his dream. Still had dream. He still had a very clear vision of what he wanted to create. And nothing was and his attitude and his his idea of anything is possible was never diminished. That is what connected with me on the deepest level and and that story and and thread all the way through for me is what knocked it out of the park. Yeah. It it was absolutely incredible. Um I remember we saw the trailer for for it for the first time, well, the only trailer I ever saw for it was when we went to see the Hunger Games um, Ballad of the Songbird and Snake. And um, I was like, I think you said that looks like a version of Wonka I would enjoy. And my response was, it looks more magical than any thing I had ever seen. And it really was. And so there was this whole magic aspect to it, but it was his dream and it was his um, relentless pursuit of that and his optimism that he kept throughout it. And I, yeah, I, I, and it's a musical. So if you don't know that going in, um, it could be a little bit of a surprise because I don't think it needs the muse. It did like, it wasn't, it yeah, didn't but have the music to be that, was but good. it was it was good. It was enjoyable. Um, it has um, it has what's his name from Downton Abbey? Yes. Um, uh, what was his name? The Butler. 
Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue, and I can't remember. What I it can't is. remember either. But he he plays. It's a good character. <laughs> it, it is. It, it is so it's good. Everybody, and it's got Hugh Grant, who surprisingly I don't understand why, but he has been he, out there saying how much he hated playing, playing this part of the, the Oompa, Oompa Loompa. And I, I I thought it was delightful. I thought I it was one of because I remember the Oompa Loompas from the previous tellings. But this is my this is the best experience of the Oompa Loompa story out part of yeah. it. It's like wow, I, and I thought it was done incredibly well. Yes, it was CGI. You could tell it was CGI, but the dance and the right, but it wasn't. It was any it less was, enjoyable. It was <laughs> like, brilliant. I loved it. Yes. So I I really enjoyed Wonka. And quite frankly, and I can't imagine another actor playing that particular role for that part. It yeah. was it was awesome. It was very good. Wonka. That you know what I I would see it again. I'd watch it again. I when it yeah. comes out on streaming, uh I will definitely I would sit down and watch that again. Yeah. It was very enjoyable. It was a good time. Awesome. All right. Built more Christmas, Stephanie. So, a built more Christmas. I went through to great lengths to get access to the Hallmark Channel this year. Um, obviously, we canceled our... We went through great lengths. You said, Cliff, will you text your dad and no. ask him for his password? Okay, you don't know... Great lengths. You don't know what I did that led up to that. Oh, okay. Because you can't actually pay for a service to... Stri- like. Yes, I know. I, I did... I did more research than just asking you. That deserves a kick under the... Oh, my gosh. I'm moving away. Like, that was rude. You don't know what I did before I asked. I did not know that you did things before I, you asked. I'm Clearly. Um, anyway, I, I I did finally find out how to get um, access to Hallmark Channel just so I could watch this movie. Um, mm-hmm. One Tree Hill is still one of my favorite series ever. I absolutely love that show. I watched it from beginning to end. And um, so when I saw that um, Bethany Joy Lentz, who plays Haley on One Tree Hill, was in this, I was like, I've got to find out how to get the Hallmark Channel so I can watch this movie. It was... Now, please know, I'm going in watching it expecting a Hallmark Christmas movie. They have a certain reputation and this was like no other Hallmark Christmas movie I had ever watched before. And I would say it was the best Hallmark movie I've ever seen. Okay. So I want to share my thoughts from my perspective. Okay. I had no idea who this Haley person is yeah, from you, One Tree Hill. Well, her name is Bethany Joy Lenz. Haley is the character. I understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But it had Jonathan Frakes. Did you know that going in? No, I mean, I, well, I knew it when you that I so yeah. Oh, because you saw it when Jane and I watched it the first time. I watched time. the f- so Jane and you watched it a couple days before Christmas. For those who don't know, Jane is McKenna. Yeah, we, we we personally call her Jane. So you guys watched it a few days when it was streaming, or yeah, when it was live. Um, and I had already had plans to go downstairs and do some work. I was in the middle of a project and I wanted to, to work on that. But before I went downstairs, it had just come on. I'm a huge fan of the Biltmore Estate. So the whole reason, number one, that I was even interested in the first place is it's a Biltmore Christmas. A movie filmed at the Biltmore is right up my alley. I've been to, I've personally been to the Biltmore 
at least 15, 20 times in my lifetime. I've even got, I've taken our entire family there. I don't know what, nine times? I've only been there like twice. What? That is not possible. Three at most. Yeah. How is that? We went at Christmas with your parents. Okay. And I've been um, one other time. And we went in the summer when they had the glass sculptures. Yeah. The, a couple you, of years was, ago. You've only I've been only there been, three times? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I don't know what family you're taking, but that must be from an alternate universe. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> well, I remember the thing is my mom and dad took me a lot when I was yeah. a kid because going to the Smoky Mountains was always a thing for us. And usually there was a trip to Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, which is uh, the drive through the Blue Ridge Mountains. Such an amazing, it's like, that's a spiritual experience in and of itself. <laughs> okay. And and just to tell you how much I love going to the, the Biltmore, I went down for like a personal retreat for a week down to the Smoky Mountains myself. And one day I drove myself from uh, Gatlin, from uh, Pigeon Forge area. It, we It's outside there, uh, Sevierville. Anyway, I drove from Sevierville to the Biltmore just to go there myself. And it was so awesome because it was thunderstorming. It was like really like tons of lightning and some of the most voracious, loudest thunder you could possibly imagine. And this going through the Blue Ridge Mountain Gap. Oh, and I stopped at this one um, area in the rest area because I couldn't see through the window. It was, it was pouring. But man, the sound and just seeing it, ugh, delightful. Anyway, I love the Biltmore. And so when you, you said it's a Biltmore Christmas. And so as I'm getting ready to go downstairs, it's getting ready to come on. And I see, well, immediately I see the Biltmore. But then I see that it's got Jonathan Frakes. And I'm like, hi, I always want to watch one. this. So I think I watched the first seven to ten, seven yeah. minutes or so, and I'm like, that looks good. And I figured, well, hey, if it's on again, maybe I'll sit down and watch Stephanie, watch it with Stephanie if it turns out to be a good movie. But given the fact that it's a Hallmark movie, probably it's okay for me to miss this. Even though it's got the Biltmore, even though it's got Jonathan Frakes, eh, maybe not. But the it, it did catch me enough with, I'm going to say, a little bit of a sci-fi element. I won't say much more, but a sci-fi element. So when I came back, I'm like, you guys were raving about this movie. I'm like, I'd watch it again if it came, if it were to come back on. And you looked it up, and that it was on Christmas. So I sat down and watched it, and I, I really enjoyed that movie for what it was. I mean, well, it's, yeah. it's, it's a Hallmark movie, but it's it's the best Hallmark movie I've ever seen. And given the sci-fi flavor to it and the fact that it's at the Biltmore and that it had Jonathan Frakes was all really cool. Now, you had looked at the trivia on IMDb and there's some trivia about the, the room number uh, that, that was chosen and it was very intentional to be an Easter egg. And the, the episode that it's referring to, there's an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation where number one uh, alludes to the fact that he was the general manager of the inn at the Biltmore Estate. Yes. 
So yes. that was in Star Trek The Next Generation. I know. So part of me likes to go into this thinking that this whole Harmark movie is a holodeck program. <laughs> And what okay. we're witnessing—that's that, too far for me. <laughs> I'm, no. I'm, that's fine, but I'm—I'm speaking to my fellow I know. Star Trek: The Next Generation fans. I just want to say you well, could go into mean. this. You say that as if I'm not a fan. Okay. Well, then I want to talk to my diehard Star okay. Trek: The Next Generation fans. I this just go into this Biltmore uh the Biltmore's Christmas as though you are literally sitting down and viewing a holodeck program. Okay. It has that vibe to it. I I I'll, I'll give that to you. Yeah. Awesome. It it was fun. It was very enjoyable. And what else? Anything else that we want to share? Um no, I think we had a very good Christmas. Our stuff will start coming down on Monday. Um and our living room will be drab again. <laughs> and um, and I, I say that jokingly because I absolutely love the way our living room looks yeah. from November to January. Yeah. And, um, but also I want to do changes in the living room, and so hopefully, like getting it all down, I can I can start pushing my agenda a little more heavily. <laughs> nice eye roll. I appreciate it. Oh, stop kicking me. It's two. I owed you one. <laughs> it's rolled away. Um, <sighs> but no, I mean, it was a very good holiday. Um, they are, they, they, they're different with adult children. They are. They, um, everything from, you know, waiting from them to get to, for, from choosing a day that everybody's available to, you know, waiting for them to, get to our house and you know waiting for them to leave (laughs) um you know it was it was a very good holiday and i think that it it all went fantastic i agree all right so real quickly we want to make some uh uh, mentions of stephanie's podcast thriving mosaic you can find that at thrivingmosaic.com if you have a hard time writing out or spelling mosaic when you're typing it out in a browser, you can so just do I. you could just go to stephanieravenscraft.com and click on podcast. And then of course, I want to encourage you to check out some of my shows, my main show, the Cliff Ravenscraft show, or any of my other shows which you can find listed over at cliffravenscraft.com. Click on podcasts and you'll see a list of shows that you can consume. And with that, I think we're going to wrap up this episode of Family from the Heart. And until next time, we encourage you to live your life with purpose. Mindset as a man.